Hello and welcome to Two Men in the Shed podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And uh, today we are talking about... I've covered over the topics you can't yeah, see. Them. You've also, yeah, you've removed the topics. You went, Don't worry, just introduce it and, and read out the topics. I'll tell you the topics. <laughs> I'll, 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 just, I'll read the topics. Oh my God. Okay, you can read topics you want. Well, I'll start. Go on then. Uh, victim culture. Uh, trying to... Exp- well, I'm going to go into that in a minute. Next topic's yours. <laughs> Attractiveness versus personality. Yes. And then we got a bit on asylum seekers and illegal immigration. Yeah, and then uh, what's that one? Top US woke US activists. woke activists. Yeah, okay. some interesting stuff in the uh, news about some top activists. Yeah, and then uh, and last one is vegan protesters. Or are you saving that for next there, week? There's a good story about okay. some uh, vegan protesters at uh, where was it? It was at, um, Starbucks. So we'll get into that. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Uh, if you ever had any doubts about whether this was pre-recorded or scripted, I think the fact that we introduce these subjects will tell you otherwise. <laughs> well, it is pre-recorded, Fat Boy. We're not live. That's what I meant. Uh, we, we, will <laughs> be live, we will be live um, on Twitch and possibly YouTube. Wait, what? In a few months. <laughs> uh, not yet. Okay, cool. Well, explained in the original episode that the... the the internet is not not good enough for it, but no. uh, I'm laying a hardline cable, so we'll get there. Okay. So okay. Will, will we have a shed then for the next bit? Probably not. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> not unless you say something really offensive that gets it, you know, that ends up getting us millions of hits. Then uh, then we'll make some money, and then we'll get a, an expensive shed. So depends how provocative and offensive you want to be. Right. Stop gibbering. Let's move off and talking the most. Okay. Uh, yeah. Victim culture. <laughs> so, yes. I saw a, um, a podcast. I can't remember what it was. Maybe Fresh and Fit or one of those types of podcasts. And uh, they had a woman on, and they were they were talking about body count. Mm-hmm. You know, so how many how many women, how many uh, men have women slept with, and uh, how that affects men they're looking at so and they were basically saying trying to say i should say that uh the more the more men a woman was slept with the less desirable they are to man okay so if you slept with as a woman if you slept with a hundred men you're whilst you'll still easily get laid by a man they're less likely to want to marry you you're not wife material but you're assuming okay fine well, that was beside the point. That, that, that was beside the point. I yeah. mean, so he goes to to, to explain it to her. Yeah. Say, look, uh, you know, she's disagreeing. And he's saying, look, these are the reasons why. And she just turns around and says, I don't need you to mansplain it to me. <laughs> and he's, he's like, well, you don't understand. So I'm trying to explain it to you. Why do you have to go and say mansplaining and make it a sexist thing? Yeah. I'm trying to explain it to you. And she's like, I don't need you to mansplain it to me. He says, he says you're, you're being sexist. Why, why are you doing this? And she basically turns around and says, well, it's because you're a white male. And he's like, well, what, what has my, what's my race got to do with it? Well, you know, what's my ethnicity got to do with it? Why are you bringing race into it now? And she just like, forget I said anything. And, and this is what I'm talking about. It's straight into calling names. And, and it's just like got a list that they go through. You're one of these things. You must be. Yeah. You're a misogynist or... Words of the decade. Yeah, yeah, you're a misogynist or you're some kind of bigot or it's always attacking it. All he was doing is trying to explain it to her. Um, So, you know, I thought we'd have a a quick chat about that and 
I see it a lot online. Yeah. I don't necessarily see it in real life. That's a good point, yeah. Is it a made-up thing? Is it is it just created for for views? <clears throat> you know, not views, but you know, like um, for um, backlash and and to get that sort of stuff. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I I had to think about it, and I think it's because one, the podcasts I'm looking at are American, and yeah. that's nothing against Americans. Americans tend to be the most passionate about things, so they tend to you hear them loudly. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to have some of the best people in the world and some of the worst people in the world. So America, I think, does everything at extremes. Definitely, yeah. Um, and so you see it more there. But it happens in the UK. I've seen a few clips from the UK as well. Uh, it's really become a problem, especially around college campuses and things like that. Yeah. I think I just don't travel in the circles where, where I'd see it. <laughs> Which is the younger generation. <laughs> well, I've got kids, but well. I, don't, I don't see... A lot of this woke stuff that makes people angry, it makes me angry. Hearing them talk about it. Not my kids. I say my, I don't hear this from my kids. No. I don't hear it from any, any family and stuff. And I've got a family ranging in all age ranges from, you know, three years old up to, yeah. I mean, some of the kids are 26, 27 in my, you know, my, my extended family. But, and I don't see it, this wokeness. But uh, I see it online a lot. And I'm wondering if it's just YouTube. Recommending uh, these videos to you. <laughs> YouTube algorithm is just chucking them all of these videos at me because I, I watch them. Yeah. I'm going a little bit off topic now, but I, I, had this thing, I had this thought about it. I think it's just YouTube throwing me all of these videos. So I decided to watch, purposely searched up some left-wing sort of people yeah. and watch some of their views on YouTube. I thought I'd try and get a balance to it. And all I'd done, I watched like two or three videos from people on the left. Mm. And I just ended up walking away thinking, what a bunch of bloody idiots. <laughs> Do these people really delude themselves that much? Yeah. So I, I can't actually watch them. It pains me to watch these uh, left vid the videos from the left. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I was going to well, I don't really have any thoughts on this, but... I was there thinking... you go. There you go. Dan has no thoughts, <laughs> just as we always suspected. Oh, sorry, carry on. I said on this <laughs> cheeky bastard. Um, but I was, I was going to say you should have created a new YouTube account um, and then just kind of view um, viewed your videos and see what other videos it was suggested to you to see if it was YouTube's algorithm or just you. Oh, so you said watch our own videos on YouTube and then. Uh... No. And then see what it recommends based off of our videos. Oh, that'd be a good one, so yeah. <laughs> Probably nothing, because we don't think we have that enough views for it to really enter the algorithm. Mind you, it's in the algorithm, so you never know. It may, may, may um, yeah, get some views. Sorry, my phone's gone. Yeah. I'll let you have a, have a word. It, it can be, I can be rude, it's fine. This is my podcast. Well, have you ever... Or our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's irony. Um, oh. Well, have you ever... You've never encountered it in real life in your with your in yourself, have you? I wouldn't say never. I have. Um, I said it on the last week's show. I think uh, I was I was in London with the kids and some furries were around. No, you didn't say this. I, might, I did. I said it on the podcast. You can watch. I mean, it's video, so you can watch it. But maybe I did. <laughs> no, I did because I told you about that. I started to tell them, and my wife shushed me. Um, so we were in London, and there's some some furries. Yeah. Uh, and me kids sort of look at me and go. What the hell? Yeah. 
as these people dressed up as dogs. And I'm like, they're called furries. <laughs> and my wife looks at me with that, that wife look sort of thing. How do you like, know that? Just don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thing, you know. <laughs> no, the more of the, just, yeah. just don't. But, um. Wait, so these are the I people d- that identify as dogs? Yeah, they're people who identify okay. as dogs. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they walk around, people are pulling them along on a leash. And they're, they're walking upright on four legs, but they've got these, like, dog masks on and stuff, so. Wow. So I have seen, but that's only when I've been into London, and you're know, saying not directly; they were just walking past us. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I have, and I do know people who are very heavily into the trans issues, uh, particularly hating on Hogwarts and what's her name, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, pretty much saying, "Oh, she's horrible, disgusting human, human being," and always is. I, I, I have a look at what she said. I haven't been. I haven't dug it into in too much detail, but I don't think there's anything particularly wrong in what she said at all. No, I mean it's just stating facts. If I if I remember rightly, I, I, I haven't looked at them all, so I don't know how far oh, she went. Yeah. But initially, yeah, she certainly was only stating facts initially. Um. Oh, yeah. I know that one of the cast. What's her face? Luna. The girl, Luna. girl that plays Luna has yeah. come out not supporting her. But just saying um, that she was young and naive when she first commented on this yeah. back when it happened originally. But that um, she thinks she, that J.K. Rowling always has the vulnerable, pe- vulnerable people's um, at heart when she's making these things, yeah. trying to protect them and stuff. It's just that she leans more towards the protection of the women. Yeah. Uh, not trans people so i think that's the problem but she basically just said you should hear her out and talk instead of just throwing hate so she didn't even go that far she just said you should hear her out talk to her instead of throwing hate anyway now she's getting loads of hate as well yeah and it's 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 sickening actually to me let people can just i mean like do they not have anything better to do than go after random people that say random texts and tweets or whatever it's like focus on if you if they use all that hate and focus on the real issues we might actually get achieve something as a civilization it's the same as um, recently as well. I had, uh, you know, Amelia Clark. No, I don't know who that is. Have you ever watched um, Game of Thrones? What kind of question is that? Of course I've watched Game of Thrones. Well, then you would know who she is. I've never I watched I don't it. know who she is. She's the she's the queen. The, the... I don't know all the actresses' names. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I know who she is. Anyway. Um, Cersei. She. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I've never seen it. She baddie. No, she's the dragon queen thingy. That's what oh, I Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, what's the face? Yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah, long blonde hair in, yeah. the, in the program. She's, oh, not, yes. she's not in yeah. the live. Anyway, yeah. she posted recently, I think it was. She'd done so, a few naked parts in no. it. No. She did. She did. She, <laughs> did was, she was naked a few times. Oh, in yes. It. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she was actually on a talk once saying that. Um, she sat down with her parents to watch one episode of it, and yeah. it happened to be the one where she was butt naked. <laughs> yeah, just that one episode. And, uh, yeah, she sat down with both her parents, and she's butt naked in it, yeah. <laughs> and she gets naked in a few episodes, but yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Um, yeah, anyway, she, she posted, I think, she, I don't know if she posted it, or if it was just a photo that was posted at some point, um, of her with no makeup on, and somebody basically, um, <laughs> he tweeted uh, something that was, hateful towards her I guess towards what the way she looked because it was like oh she looks old or something something like this it was basically along those lines and yeah um it basically it was one of those things where like is it lab bible one of those one of those pages they pick it up and then they make yeah, it yeah, even worse and they just make it even worse and you're like what are you doing like why are you making you know why are you giving 
uh, what's it called, airtime to this, you know, thing that sh- this negative tweet that shouldn't have been, you know, should should have just gone into the ether in the first place, and it's things like that as well. Yeah, and on that note, one of the other things that really annoys me hmm. is you'll see in the media, oh, everybody's upset about this. This, this is all kicking off, and they mm-hmm. show you tweets and stuff, mm-hmm. and you'll see it's a tweet that's got like. I didn't like this. Two likes on it yeah. and one chair. Yeah. It's like, how is this all kicking off? There's a tweet with two likes and one share. Yeah. It's not kicking off. It's journalists trying to make their money's worth. Because now everybody's a journalist. Or is there's a lot of bot accounts that reposted and doing these posts as well. And yeah. they, they don't get many likes. They don't get too many shares. and But there's a lot of the posts. So, you know, it's... A lot of the time, the journalists just pick up on crap. Yeah. Anything to try and give a story that's nonsense. And I've seen this one where they take things out of proportion as well. Like, you know Chris Rock and the Will Smith yeah, yeah, incident, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So he's come out, Chris Rock recently has come out with a um, Netflix special where he's, I haven't seen it, but it's where he talks about it. And I can get, like, I guarantee you it won't be that bad. It'd be like, oh yeah, I said this, or I, I didn't like this, or whatever. Nothing too, probably out of, out of the out of the blue, out of the, um, out of the ordinary. But the I've seen today on like social media that these places, these 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 pages, will say Chris Rock comes out and says he hates Will Smith for this, and you're just like, what? <laughs> I bet you didn't. But even on normal things, I see news articles like that. It will say a biggest big headline about I don't know something controversial. You open it up and there's there's really nothing about it. And there's one line where they might mention something yeah. a lot in, in, yeah. to do with it, and it's like, why? Why? It's just clickbait. Yeah. And that's all. That, that's how I view everything on social media now. Clickbait. Don't click it. Move I'm not on, talking about on. social media. I'm talking about the main news, the mainstream oh, yeah, media. But they follow now from social media, rather than the other way around. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, it, all, all they report on is what's going on in social media. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, my parents mentioned that the other day. It was on. Was it the one show? And they were like, "Why are they now just reporting on everything that's on on YouTube?" <laughs> it was like this person they come on and go oh my god this is the most watched video on YouTube in however many whatever it is months and my parents just went why are they reporting on stuff that's on YouTube <laughs> just it's really not important what gets me is when they say this has blown up on YouTube it's really on social <laughs> yeah. media it's all over the place it's had over 100,000 views and I'm thinking yeah 100,000 views that, that's considered blown up on YouTube mind yeah. you I'd like 100,000 yeah views. of course yeah but we would yeah my point is <laughs> How many videos get millions and millions of views Loads, yeah. every day? And they say, oh, it's blown up on social media. They've got 50k views now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's everybody's got to be watching that. 50k views. Yeah. Okay, so that was victim culture. We went off track, as usual. We, well, yeah, we told people that are angry at stuff, so I'm not really old. But um, but yeah, <laughs> victim culture. Everyone's, everyone's quick to play the victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what pisses me off. It's a very toxic trait. You know, it just freaking. I was to say grow a pair, but they'll probably get in trouble for saying that. You just did. <laughs> uh, I did. It's just grow a pair, yeah. And let's face it, you know, unless Land Bible write out, uh, Justin said to, for all, all, all uh, toxic culture to grow a pair. I don't no one knows really, who I am, so I don't, don't matter. Yeah, I don't think it'll really matter, then, does it? Well, it might draw, drive some traffic to our page. So, if you are angry, be sure to link us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget the link. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, share and retweet with all the haters mm-hmm. so that we can get some views. You know, you you can get us some money. Um, yeah. And then we can carry on doing this and making you more angry because it's funny. 
It's not funny to make people angry. It's hilarious. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Pack it in. People, right. People will come on and say, how do you sleep a lot? I'll be like, well, usually seven hours and... On a big bed full of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wish. Right. Um, on the plane to Australia. Your topic next. Kick us off. It's not my topic. These are all yours. Yeah, but I've given this okay. one to you. Why is that? Is that because it most relates to me or just because we were doing uh, an alternative? Well, no, because I've noticed I tend to ramble a lot more than you do. You've noticed that, have you? Uh, well, I think, to be honest, the thing is, because you just show up and chat, <laughs> whereas I actually have to prepare topics. No, and... I prepare. <laughs> so the, today, before you got here, well, to about be... 20 minutes before we started recording, yeah. did, you, uh, did you know anything that we were talking about today? Well, no, because you've written, you've written the subjects. And to be fair, you told me last night you were going to talk about cows. <laughs> I, I, I have actually left cows off because... Yeah. I'm glad I didn't do the research. <laughs> <laughs> Because I did the research, and it's a bit of a fifty-fifty. So I thought, you know, if I got, it's one of my um, spare topics that if I run out of things to talk about, yeah, I will talk about. When he says cows, it's about meat farming and the impact on the environment. Yeah, probably isn't as bad as people think it is. No, um, well, yeah. In comparison to vegan foods, um, which you know consist mainly of like avocados, which are the process for growing avocados, you know, they kill millions and millions of bees every mm. time they do it. They, they, uh, they murdered millions of bees and uh, then they fly the avocados around the world, then put them on trucks. Also, what someone here can buy an avocado and say, oh, look, how, I, I don't eat meat, I'm having an avocado mm. or whatever. It's just nonsense. And then it gets put, posted over social media, which again, yeah, yeah, terrible. Oh, I'm a vegan. I'm sitting down to my lovely avocado on toast. Yep, that was uh, there's a lot more of a CO2 footprint on that than mm. there is on a blooming steak. Mm. So, but well, now I've done that topic, let's move on. It's no longer in my backups. No, well, no, I you, could, haven't, you haven't I, really done that topic, but I could go into more detail about it, but we're not going to. Let's move on. Let us know if you want to <laughs> kick your topic off. So, the next one is attractiveness versus personality. Oh, god. Um, I mean, to be honest. I don't really know what this subject's about because you wrote these and you've not written anything. That's the only one you haven't written <laughs> anything about as well. Like, <laughs> Why do you think I gave it to you? Yeah, okay. No, I, what, what were you thinking when you wrote this? So this was actually, I think it was the same, maybe in the same podcast or different podcast what I was talking about at the beginning of the victim culture. Okay. Um, when they were talking about body count and stuff like this. And um, the, the, one of the discussions that kind of comes up is attractiveness will initially grab a male's attention. Of course. it's yeah. But it will not keep a male. No. Uh, that's where personality comes in. Not just personality, but also your femininity and things like that. Yeah. But I actually wrote it down as a topic because I wanted to expand on it more than that. Now, I see a lot of people talking about this on, on, I say on other podcasts where they say, oh, yeah, your attractiveness will get you in and then it's down to your personality and the way you behave to be kept. But I think it's more than that. Now, a good personality will change your attractiveness. Um, this is why I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now, if you get to know someone, the looks start to fade away over time. Yeah, and become less important as you get to to know uh, the person and their personality comes through. The more you enjoy their company, yeah, you find them more attractive. There's a word for that. Just FYI, what's the word? Love. No bollocks. 
I'm talking about, let's say, not, I'm not talking about as a, as a romance, romantic person. Uh, let's say let's say they're uh, a plain jane if you forgive the term you know mediocre mediocre woman yeah looks wise not bad not great just straight down the middle i can hear the karens already (laughs) not karens janes right (laughs) yeah but karens is the opposite the flip side yeah they you could get a really attractive one but you don't want to go near her because she's a fucking nut bar. <laughs> okay, fine. But in the same way that you might really enjoy their company, you really enjoy their time. We're not saying romantic yet, yeah. but you can grow romantic feelings or something like that over time. Yeah. Um, and their looks become less important as you become more attracted to their personality. And that's something that's often not talked about. Uh, so I would say if you're, if you're not a really attractive person, that's, you need to get to know people. But that's really difficult, and I'll tell you why. Because attractiveness is what people base their their reason for kind of wanting to talk to you, I guess. If you go into a bar and you, you sort of scan around, women will do it as well, scan around, someone to talk to, which, which people are you most more drawn towards? Oh, sorry, that wasn't really a... <laughs> that was more of a rhetorical question. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking because if you've got a plain I'm talking about from a woman's perspective to a man not a man to a woman women will friend zone men because they're not good looking enough and they'll stay there the only way they'll come out of a friend zone ever is if they become rich and start paying for everything for a woman then they'll put them out of the friend zone and make them into a romantic zone who I'm hurt you about, in a past life <laughs> no one's hurt me I'm actually very happy um <laughs> I'm talking about modern women. Right. Not the, the new generation I'm talking about. And I can only go by what I've seen online. As I say, I, I see a lot of yeah. shit online. Was, um, <laughs> but it tends to be... <laughs> and you you, uh, you don't need to be a genius to go and watch some of these videos on the college campuses um, and see how they react. And it's just... It's mental. Mm. But it's, it's a given fact. Women tend to aim upwards. Um, now, yeah. upwards is normally they'll sleep with somebody who's attractive, yeah? Yeah. But they want somebody that earns enough money to give them a lifestyle they want. Yes, but that's kind of... Right, so that's kind of redundant, I think, in a little bit, like in this modern world. In I, you, I think it's specific in this modern world. Well, where, where you're getting where women are saying they want equal... equal not rights, but equality. And they, they want to close the pay gap and stuff. Stop rubbing your uh, jacket oh, on the mic. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so where uh, where they want equality and they want to close the pay gap between men and women and stuff. Women, I mean, it's more. I mean, it's more accurate now to say that men are probably also looking for women that can support themselves because you've got women that go, "I'm an independent woman, I can support myself." Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, no. So I'm looking at it. now. Here's the thing, right? I'm, now this is a, a generality. Yeah. Uh, and it tends to be more towards the the youth, the the twenty fives and okay. under, right? So when they when we go into a relationship with a man, mm. they expect the man to pay for everything. Uh, so okay. the man's money is their money. Mm. It is it, a couple the money between the couple, but her money she earns is hers. Yeah. Okay. Um, not every relationship, but yeah. no, no, definitely not every relationship. But a lot of younger women see it that way. Uh, so, which is an old, old style. Well, no, view because old style view, women didn't really earn the money at all, and 
if they needed the money in the household, it would go into the household. If you go back to really old style, the women would handle the money. The man would go and earn it. The women would sort everything out and uh, actually give the man an allowance from his own money, essentially. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they would expect a man to pay for everything. Right. So the man has to be able to pay for everything, yeah. give her a good lifestyle, and she needs if she's working and earning money of her own, she'll keep that. That'll be her money, which she'll go and do things with. Yeah. So you can forget her money altogether. That doesn't attract a man. Right. Men don't care about how much money a woman has. No. Men care about the personality and, and their, their, how, how they behave. Attractiveness, definitely at first. And always. But you can become attracted to a woman that wouldn't necessarily be considered attractive. Yeah. But you really need to get to know them. That's my point. Is You need to get to know these people to become attracted to them. So this is the difference. The, the people that are attractive... I would probably think are going to have higher body counts in general because modern society, let's be honest, it's, it's no biggie to go out and sleep around. No. And well, it, it was, it was that way for men for forever. <clears throat> yeah. But for women, it's becoming more and more common in the younger generation. Okay. Yeah. But men don't want a woman, don't want to marry a woman that's been sleeping around with 50, hundred blokes. Right. It's much easier for a woman to sleep with a man than it is for a man to sleep with a woman. It is now, yeah. Except for the top 5% of men. Yeah. The top 5% of men get their choice of as many women as they want. Because all of the women want the top 5% of men. Yeah. So when the women seem to think that men are sleeping around all the time and they're, they're, they're sleeping with loads of people, what you'll find is, no, 5% of men mm. are sleeping around with loads of women and all of those women are sleeping with the same pool of 5% men. Most of those, most men aren't the ones doing all the sleeping around. Mm. Well, you think about it, okay. right? How many men get a different woman every night of the week? Well, I'm not... How I much mean, effort would you need to put in to, go to, to get a woman? Quite a lot, considering the gatekeepers are the women, not the men. And exactly. So how much effort would a woman have to go through to get a different man every night of the week? Not much. None. She could just go out to a club anytime, pick a man up and go, right, let's go. Yeah. Most women don't, but yeah. But it's becoming more popular. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not saying every night of the week, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying it's become more and more popular. Now, let's say they spend, you know, let's say they they're not looking for a relationship till they're 25. And they go out at 19. Mm. So they do it once a month. Yeah. Yeah. So that's six years. Once a month. 12 times six. 72. So they've got 72, a body count of 72 before they're actually looking for a relationship. Yeah. If you if you were looking for a wife, would you want somebody who slept with seventy two men? I mean, she has loads of experience. <laughs> no, probably not. No, that's normally the woman's the woman's uh, answer. Yeah, I'm sure men would like someone with experience. Mm. That comes of age, not with many people. I'm sorry, but once you once you get past five, it's a, a diminishing return after experience. You know, it's. <laughs> It's into undesirable ter territory. Yeah, but you have to think of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not to mention that there is scientific evidence that um, every time a woman sleeps with a man, it lowers her threshold to uh, generate uh, in-depth bonds with men. Yeah, because once you get used to the idea of being able to sleep with more people, 
you shed the the kind of that barrier that can create. And uh, a woman that's had a very high body count is more likely to cheat. Interesting. Uh, that's again a statistical fact from America, U.S. facts. Yeah. So may differ in other countries, but I suspect the same is true uh, wherever you go. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, uh, we're getting we're off topic, but you know, <laughs> my point is, even if you're not the best look in the world, um, you know, you can still find men that will start finding you attractive uh, once they get to know you. Now, I think a man would quite happily take a woman out of the friend zone once he starts getting those feelings. I saying I think the other way around is not quite true. Uh, I think it's quite rare for a woman to take a man out of the friend zone. Unless she's stone drunk, and that's probably what most of the men are hoping for when they're friends with the, the, the very hot-looking women. But even then, that's temporary, right? That would be a temporary thing. Well, it would be a one-night thing, yeah. Involved. But I, I think that's more toward, like you, say, like you were saying earlier, it's more towards what what men and women hold value as value in the opposite sex yeah but to sum up attractiveness is what will draw a man to you mm-hmm. not what will keep him there yeah. it doesn't matter how attractive you are if you're a freaking horrible person they're gonna drop your ass indeed and also indeed the other way if you're too nice you just become friends <laughs> <laughs> that's speaking from experience <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah. Moving on. I think. Would you like the next topic? Because there's some uh, there's some notes there if you want them. Not really. I mean. Okay. (laughs) I'll pick it up. Asylum seekers. And this is a bit for the UK. Um, Often I talk a lot of American stuff, but this is the UK. So we've got uh, Rishi Sunak, who's our prime minister. Yeah. Uh, He is looking to introduce uh, a bill to stop illegal immigrants claiming asylum. Uh, and the bill is looking to deport those people mm-hmm. and ban them for entering the UK for life. Finally. <laughs> uh, so this is a bill he's looking to do. And it's aimed at stopping the little dinghies that come across from France and the lot uh, with these illegal immigrants and sneaking into the UK. question is, is it going to get passed? Probably. Uh, for our American audience, that's the, the channel between the UK and France... Um, we get a lot of immigrants working their way through Europe and then going to France and then crossing in little dinghies and stuff through the across this channel. It's very dangerous. A lot of them die every year. And uh, when they get here, we, well, we just give them everything and yeah. more fine. Than, more than the citizens in the UK have themselves. Quite often, yes. Um, so, in fact, we've got a very large population where we live. It was on the news just today that... Um, they're, they they don't work. They're not working. We're supporting everything. They're getting put up in really nice hotels, you know, and and they, they get everything for free, and we expect nothing in return. And they send money home as well, which yeah, that's it. That's the other thing. Yeah, so we give them money uh, to live on, and then they send it home mm-hmm. for where they came from. And it's just no. Uh, and one of the issues we've always been having is that um, they can seek asylum. They get here and they just say we're seeking an asylum. We need to stay because it's dangerous back in our home country or whatever it is. Well, in most cases, you didn't come from your home country. You came across from France. Yeah, because they we, won't we, let you in. We can't just kick them back to France. No. Because France don't want them. Because they were in France illegally. But having no borders in Europe, people can just wander everywhere. Yeah. They can come in from anywhere in Europe and then cross Europe and come to the UK. Well, he's basically saying no more. Mm-hmm. We're now going to end that. 
they anyone that comes in illegally will not be able to seek asylum. Good. Um, you have to go through the proper channels of seeking asylum. Uh, so he's basically banning that as a as a way to come into the UK, which will hopefully curb the uh, illegal immigration. Now, legal immigration, I'm all for. Yeah, definitely. Um, we need people in the country. We need some hard workers. And I'll even go as far as saying a lot of the English are bloody lazy. Mm. You know, not us though. We're doing a podcast. Well, we both work full time. So that works a loose term, but <laughs> well, for you maybe. Um, Can we cut that? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah, um, I work. Yeah, I, I do do good stuff. But yeah, there's, there's, I think there's a fair number of English people that would much rather not work than uh, do a job that which would be considered hard labour. Yeah. Absolutely. They don't want to get their hands dirty. So we need these people who are willing to do the hard work to come into the country. So I don't want anyone screaming bigots and crap like that. I'm talking about illegal immigration. Follow the legal process, and I'm more than happy for people to come in. The the um, process, though, for becoming a asylum seeker uh, needs to be tightened up a bit, though. Because few, there was a few documentaries on it a while ago that people seeking asylum... Um, uh, becoming an, basically an immigrant, a legal one, and they'll be waiting. They'll be waiting for forever, and then their their application get rejected because of something that is undisclosed, or you know they forgot to tell them or something like that. So yeah, that whole process needs to be tightened up. To be honest, they're seeking asylum in this country. It, it, there needs to be time there in order to do the necessary checks and everything else you can't expect as a, an asylum seeker from outside of the uk you can't impose on us say that we want an asylum in your country you must give me an answer in the next two weeks hmm. well if someone if people are saying that we say fine the answer is no yeah absolutely yeah it takes as long as it takes to do the checks you know there's hundreds of thousands of people seeking asylum we're not going to put hundreds of thousands of caseworkers onto this because it's just a ludicrous cost yeah Plus, we only have limited space. We're a tiny country as well. We are a tiny country. Um, and we take a very large number of asylum seekers. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we, we needed the population. But we aren't getting that point now where we don't need many more. What we now, we now need is more um, people willing to do the jobs no one else wants. So that should be... A, but that's... I'm talking about legal immigration as opposed to asylum seeking. Um, yeah. Asylum seeking, yeah, from war-torn countries and everything else. I mean, we've got a lot of uh, people from the Ukraine here, mm-hmm. a, a lot. Um, I was going to add the Ukraine war to our topics today, actually. I okay. forgot. But um, forgot, if we get huh? to it, we get to it. If we don't, we don't. But yeah, in summary, he, he's stopping these illegal immigrants coming in. So I'm hoping that bill passes because it's it's been a problem in this country for, a, what, 50 years now? Probably more. Yeah. Um, no one, you know, the idea was we stop them on the French side, don't let them across. But I believe the French are just letting them through because they don't want them in France. They don't want to have to deal with it, so they're letting them through. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they always uh, years. We patrolled the patrolled the uh, the channel. Our navy patrols the channel. Uh, we're not allowed to make them turn around and go back. So we instead we bring them into the country. Why are we allowed to t- turn them around? Because then you're kicking them back to France and they'll die in the waters. It's dangerous for them to be crossing in their dinghies and stuff. Well, yeah, they shouldn't be there in so the So everyone screams human rights. Human rights, you're going to make them die. You're going to turn them around in these little dinghies that are death traps. Well, yeah, my answer would be, you put yourself on there. Well, Screw exactly, off, yeah. you're not coming over here. 
your own fault, your own decision. Go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, and and not to mention that the people that are making money off of this are it's organised crime. It's organised crime that are arranging these these things, and they take thousands of pounds off of these people, shove them in a dinghy, and point them in the right direction. Yeah, and that's as far as it goes. And they're making millions. Yeah, not surprised. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got to say on that. Uh, you know, it's nice to see. Um, hopefully, it goes through. It's nice to see a win for a prime minister in the UK. I, f- I really think that uh, Rishi Sunak's doing uh, a better job than any of the last three or four prime ministers that we've had, possibly ten. I think I can agree with that one. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with everything he does, but um, as far as I'm concerned, he's he's been the best by miles so far. He's probably it's probably because he's more organised in what he's kind of trying to achieve. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and as I mentioned last time, he put a stop to the Scottish bill to make changing your gender really easy. Okay, um, that was it. Yeah, yeah, he he that was that was his his well he stopped it um, basically because it's incompatible with English law or UK law. All right. So they said no, but I mean they could have said yes if they really wanted to, couldn't they? Yeah. I yeah. mean we could have had a divergence in law, but um, they just said no, and that's where we are. Oh, okay. Next. Okay, I'll give you a synopsis of what it was, and you give me your thoughts on it. So next, there's uh, one of the top activists in the US, yeah. who is um, a, a black lady who's seeking reparations and asking for reparations from the government, you know, to pay to pay all the black people money for slavery uh, from the past. Now, I've briefly mentioned this before, but this woman who's one of the top activists, uh, she's recently being interviewed. And they showed her the um, the passenger list from the Mayflower, which was a ship that went to the US. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that ship was free. There was 101 people, 101 families, I can't remember exactly, on that ship. They were all free people. And uh, her ancestors were on that list. So her ancestors came willingly, chose to go to the US. Yeah. And she's out there saying, we need reparations for the slavery, my heritage and all this. But she was one of the free people yeah. who chose to go to the US. Her, her family was her, her ancestors. Then it gets worse for her. Her, uh, her ancestor, ancestors were slave owners. They were slave traders. Oh. <laughs> so not only was she a free, her, her ancestors free people, they were also involved in the slave industry. Part of the problem. So now she's, she's one of these people showing we need reparations. So now I would say... You're now one that needs to pay those reparations. Yeah. Um, so if it goes through, she's going to be. Yeah. And I, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw it online, and uh, they, they, these people go on to say, so before you start shouting about reparations, and even if reparations are decided upon, you should be forced into doing an ancestry test to see if your ancestors were actually enslaved or not. Yeah. Um. Now, there's been so much uh, DNA mingling since then. How many generations is it since then? Quite a, quite a well, few generations. When was the slave trade? I like don't know. 20s? Was it earlier than that? 1800s? Late 1800s? Well, no, when they first made it, I thought it was like 1600s. Oh, 2,000 years. Uh, sorry, 400 years. <laughs> yeah, how long has the US been around? About 400 years or 200 years? Yeah, it's not that, well, the US isn't years. that old. Anyway, I found out the other day. Um, but that's at least certainly hundreds of years ago. That's at least six generations, though. Yeah. So, 
how much intermingling of DNA has there been since well, then? So, you know, and obviously you've had a lot of voluntary people come over in that time. Yeah. So I would say when you start looking at the ancestry there, you know, you may have one parent that was a slave, or uh, one parent, one parent with uh, heritage that went back to slavery. Mm. And the chances are you're going to have another parent or even when the same parent, uh, bloodlines that come come freely to the US. Yeah. Um, and quite possibly have bloodlines that were involved in the slave trade. Yeah. So I think if you go back far enough for a lot of people, they will be involved in that trade one way or another, either as slaves or as, as traders. And probably both, like you say. That's what I'm saying. With all the amount of time, the amount of time that's passed and the bloodline mixing, yeah, there's a good chance you've got both lines. So I think it's silly because you can't, you can't, you won't be able to separate those two. And let's let's face it, they were over a century ago, obviously, three centuries. Um, I'd say if it was just one century ago, you could be the child quite easily, be the child of somebody that was a slave. Yeah. So it's a lot longer than that. Yeah, it's no it's, one's parent was a slave. In modern day America, yeah. unless they were underground slavery, you know, I mean, not, not uh, mainstream slavery. Yeah. That that time has been and passed many times over, in terms of generations. Yeah, and no one there deserves you, reparations. You can't. Yeah, you cannot. I mean, if it was happening today, fair enough. But it isn't. It's happened. Your ancestors were part of it, not you, and therefore, you know, it's just not even relevant. <laughs> As for California, look, it was supporting this. And I said it on the last show that um, there was there was never any California was the one slate that didn't allow slaves. Yeah. The, so you know they're looking they're looking to pay reparations. They would they never had slaves, <laughs> and they're paying reparations to people that never were slaves because it was hundreds of years ago. And it's like what kind of nonsense is that? I mean, California, you're a joke now. Yeah. California is now a joke. Their politics is ridiculous. <laughs> but I take that all the way to their president. I don't know if most Americans realise Biden is the freaking laughing stock of the world. <laughs> He they is so do. incompetent. He can't speak. He falls over all the time. I mean, <laughs> come on. He wanders around. He's, he's suffering. He must be suffering from dementia. We, we've had some bad leaders over the last few years. Yeah, but none as um, crazy as that guy. But, I mean, he can't string a sentence together. <laughs> it's time to put him out to pasture. Yeah? Yeah. Seriously, he is a joke. And if any Americans are watching this, but they know, can't do anything about it. Well, they can by voting, but oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, I think I saw I saw some things saying that it looked like he's probably going to run again. That was what. Who yeah. in their right mind would vote for him? He he's in the run. Yeah, because he he's only been one term, right? So he's yeah, yeah, yeah. automatically up, I guess, for the next term. Him, uh, I think Trump was in the running, and there's somebody else as well. Ron DeSantis. That's it. Everyone wants him. Ron DeSantis. He's, he's, he's um, Florida. Um, right, yeah. Whatever they called. Senator? No, he's not Senator. He's a... I don't know. I'm not really... Too... I don't know. Anyway, he runs Florida. And uh, it, he's awesome. Yeah. He, uh, I watched a, a, an hour interview of him the other day with him and um, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro was basically interviewing him. Right. Some Jewish coalition alliance thing. If you do know who Ben Shapiro is... Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a brilliant, brilliant interview there. It was, it was amazing. Um, although, I think they should get, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, it's, a, it's, a one, it's one of the guys on the Senate. He's absolutely brilliant. 
Should watch him. Look him up. I think it's Josh Hawley. Okay. It's definitely Hawley. Yeah. I think it, I can't remember his first name. <clears throat> but he's brilliant. I see him on. I see him all the time. Where he's questioning people. He's great. They should pull him out and uh, put him up for president. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Right. Moving on. Next one. What have we got next? Fifth one. Number five. Have you said all you wanted to say on the slave trade? I feel like you're asking me that question. I'm asking you that question because we're supposed to be doing a podcast together. Okay. Um, Not because of colour my skin. Well, you may have more input than me. <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea. Do you um, know your heritage? No. Well, Caribbean. Um, yeah, I meant... Um, no, I don't really, to be honest. And to be honest, and this is this is this is the point is, to me, it doesn't matter. It's it's like you can't change it. Nothing, you can't do anything about it. It's not happening now. It doesn't affect my life. Okay, so but would you feel differently if you found out? Yeah. That I don't know four generations back, you're on your mum's side or whatever. Yeah. You were slaves, versus finding out three generations ago, four generations ago. 20 generations ago, whatever, you came from a slave trader family. No, it wouldn't make any difference. No difference at all to you? Well, no, because you can't change it, can you? No, I'm just wondering if it would make you feel any different. Not really, no. Knowing what side your family came from. I mean, if it starts making me go into this, into a, you know, a slave trader kind of, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, occupation. Fair enough. Then I'll start questioning it. But right now, no. Now, my mum was heavily into our ancestry at one point, <laughs> and she made this ginormous, ginormous family tree. Yeah. I don't know if there's any slave traders on there or what. I have no idea. But um, when people think, they, they just think one person, one person, one person back, their mum, their mum, their mum, their mum. But it's not. No. Your family tree is every time it splits into two. It's two yeah. parents. So by the time you go back 20 generations... The top of that, the trees are ginormous, especially by the time you add, start adding all the other branches of the tree in, you know, the siblings and the children and yeah. stuff. So if you're related to somebody that done something, you know, you go back a few generations and there's thousands of people at the top of your tree. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Or, or sorry, at the bottom of the tree, there's thousands of people across the, who, who you're related to. Mm. It's amazing. It's, obviously, you've got this like a pyramid. At the top, you start with two people and you break them out into their kids and their kids and their kids. And you end up with thousands across the bottom. I really wanted to write one in a uh, uh, software, uh, like a 3D application, and just have it all rendered in 3D. Yeah. I never got around to doing it, but... Um. <laughs> I was going to say, there's already applications there. It's called Ancestry. Yeah, well, this website is different. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, interesting facts that you can find out. But um, I say it's, it's probably been 20 years since I looked at my family tree. But I do remember there being some rather interesting characters on there that would... That we that I could see, yeah. Oh, really? Cool. Like um, I don't know. I can't remember. I'll have oh. to get out. I know there were some ship's captains. Wow, yeah. Um, but I don't know what they've done. Yeah. Possibly just uh, traders of normal goods. Does that, does it actually, funny enough, when you say that, you're like, oh, yeah, some ship captains and, you know, various other things. Don't be saying me. What? What are you going to say? I'll, you're going to say about the rum. No, 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 no. Oh, right, okay. I was going to ask you. Does I that... My surname's Morgan, so uh, Captain Morgan oh, is, a, is a famous brand of rum. <laughs> I was, um, I was going to say, um, no, does it make you think that future generations, when the, if they were to do the tree, and they get to you, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess you can't, there's nothing really outstanding in the sense of like, oh, wow, he's a... Well, well yeah, ho this. hopefully what they'll see 
is that he was a, a very famous podcaster. <laughs> By the time we're that far down, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they'll see. Yeah. Failed podcaster, <laughs> failed YouTuber. It just, in, in your family tree, it just lists all the things you failed at. It's like YouTube, yeah. podcast. Um. We failed at a lot of stuff. Life, I don't know. <laughs> Despite failures in various aspects, I would consider myself a winner in life. Oh, yeah, you've done very well, yeah. Well, (laughs) we all are. At at one point, there's diminishing returns, right? You have to realize when you've won. This is it. So, how much money is enough money? How much do you need to earn a year before you can say, I earn enough? I don't need to compete for more and more. Where is that line for you? Now, I read a study recently that said in the US it's 70K dollars. After that, it's a diminishing return on happiness for, for maximum happiness. They were saying it's 70K, yeah. give or take, depending and possibly for inflation now, 100K or whatever. Yeah. Um, where is that threshold where you think, I earn enough, I'm happy? I mean, a lot of people will tell you there isn't, there isn't a, a line, but if the line is, like you say, what, 80 grand is that in, in pounds? Roughly, um, a lot of people will struggle to ever get there, or probably won't even ever ever reach it. And therefore, for them, the line is no, no, it never ends. that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, let's say it's let's let's say it's eighty thousand pounds. Yeah, is the average they're saying. But yeah. people don't set themselves a goal of going. If I get to eighty thousand pound a year, I'll be happy. No, people want to be millionaires. Yes, but what I'm saying is, you need to realise when you've won. And this is quite a famous quote. I can't remember who it was from or anything. They say, and it was basically saying, you need to realise when you've won the game of life. Well, um, now I've got nobody's looking for the same things, are they? Great family, nice house, enough money to do piss around with stuff like this, knock up a little studio, buy some mics, and yeah, but not a big enough garage though. <laughs> the garage is big enough. It's fine. It's just full of crap. <laughs> yeah, you can't see the rest of the garage, but over there, it's just full of. First stuff I pulled out of this corner so we could fit the uh, Actually, what gonna, studio what, in. <laughs> what do, did, you, did you create an Instagram uh, account for us? No, I haven't done Instagram. There's uh, Twitter. Is okay. Well, I was going to take a picture of your garage and you can post it on there. Well, I'm going to do a behind-the-scenes uh, video tour. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll do some rubbish like talking about the computer and the setup and things like that. Mm. And you'll see how hodgepodge it actually is. But <laughs> what I'm saying is... I. I can afford to do most of the things I want to do. Yeah. Yes, I can but... afford to go on holidays. I've got a nice house. I can afford to do stuff like this. And so I don't come into this thinking, oh, I'm going to be a successful podcaster no. or YouTuber or anything like that. It's a bit of fun. I come in thinking, I want to learn how to do it. I want to understand it. Um, so I did it. And you had money to be able to buy the bits you need to sort it out. I am, I'm not wasting money on top spec gear, you know. Um, At least not yet, anyway. Not yet, no. But yeah, I'd say, and I won't do if it ta- if we if it took off and it can pay for itself. You know, I'm not saying a lot of money. Even if we could get a podcast up or a YouTube series and all of that, that's making, I don't know, five hundred pounds a month. Yeah, that's enough to pay for itself to do warrant um, upgrades, build a little studio in my garden, and uh, you know, spend ten grand. What's that? It's a year and a half of doing it at five hundred pound a month. So I'm not looking to be rich. I'm not looking to get rich from this. That would be nice. Um, I'm generally happy in life. The the question is: So, though, I, do I feel like I've won? 
should I be striving, going, I need more, I need more, I need more, and getting upset because I'm not getting more? That, that's, or should I be at this point now go, well, that's I should be a, happy now? That's more of a ment- mentality thing, isn't it? A lot of people will have everything and still want more because it's, it's something else they're trying to fill. But yeah. do you feel like that you um, have things that you, you want that you can't get right now? Let's say. So let's say, I don't know, you want to spend six months in bloody the Caribbean or something. Could you go away and do that next month? No, no, I couldn't because I still need to earn a wage. Um, <laughs> but do you, do you understand what I mean? No, I know what you mean. But um, well, my point is, would that truly make you happy? You think it might. But I'm saying, would you, so if you focus on that's your goal, I want to be able to go away to the Caribbean for six months, not have to worry about a job, have a house ready when I get back, and have plenty of money to do all this. Cause, and you never get there. Mm. You're never going to be content because you're always like, no, this is what I want to have to do. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to the Caribbean for six months. No, I have no interest in that. Um, would I like to have enough money in the bank so I can go, sure, I want to do it. If I want to do it, let's go. Yeah, of course. Okay. But... I can afford holidays every year. I can do a few holidays every year, no problem at all. I can do anything I want in my house. I can buy a car. I can. We've got a couple of cars. I've got a reasonably reasonably large garden. Yeah, I've got the shed. I've got the pool in there. I've got the pond over there. I've got the garage that's here. The thing. There could be. There could be. So that's the thing. Like you can be content with what you've got. Fair enough. But you. It was. It like. There's a difference between that and having the things you actually want. So let's say, take your car, for instance, right? Yep. You have um, a kind of mid-range car, I guess. Right? I'm not going to say what it is, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let, me, let me explain why. So I've always had my own car, and my yeah. wife's had the family car. Yeah. Her car's getting a bit a bit yeah. on. Well, her car's a diesel. Yeah. And uh, she's very much get rid of the diesel environment and stuff like that. She doesn't want to drive it much. Yeah. So... When I got a new car, it was very much a case of, well, if you get a car that will do for the family, yeah. then when we replace her car, we don't have to worry about going to get a family car. So I ended up getting more of a family car. And uh, so when the other car goes, then I might look at getting a car I want. But so, yeah, I kind of put that on, on hold in the interest of having a nicer family car. Yeah. Well, what really happened now is she takes my car everywhere. <laughs> so, so my my question though is, is there there must is there a car that you that you you really want that you probably wouldn't, you know, sort of go out and buy now? Okay, let's take I don't know. No, I, I was considering it. I considered a Tesla, right? <laughs> yeah, and I decided this is not worth the money. But one of the main things that don't for me is I travel quite far for business yeah. for work. And um, I'm just not even sure on the range. That's fair enough. And the charge times. I've got no charger, no way to charge up by my work. Um, and it's, it's quite far away. So I'm relying on going there and back. And then if I have to go out during the day on business as well, yeah. it's not uncommon for me to drive an hour and a half to the office and then have to drive on another couple of hours to go visit a client or something like that. They can yeah. back to the office and then back home. But it's comfortable though. Hmm? It's comfortable then. It's comfortable. Yeah. I'm talking about the mileage yeah, but... from a Tesla. Well, I'd have to stop and charge for, I don't know how long, maybe only 20 minutes. But currently, I don't even have to do that. I just get in the car, it's filled up. I go there, I do my stuff, and I come back. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. It takes two minutes to fill up. So would yeah. I like a Tesla? Sure. 
do I really want one? Not really. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I, I was con- the, the, the one I would consider is the Golf GTE. Right. So it's a hybrid, um, petrol yeah. and electric. I think it's got a 48 mile electric range uh, and a nice little petrol engine. It's got some decent acceleration and so I, you know, that's the kind of thing I would consider. But I'm I, I'm not going to waste the money on it. It's not wasting money though. If it's I, I think it is because currently. I don't think batteries are there yet. I really want a sky. Okay, let me come. Let me come. You, this- you want a sky car? No, 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 no. Let me come this from a different angle, right? I really want a Skyline R34, right? Very nice mm-hmm. car, quite expensive. I don't have the money for it. However, I'm not going to keep chasing for something that will take me a long time to get. I'm say. not saying give up on dreams. I'm saying don't say it's not a dream, this it's is real. Where- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm saying don't say this is where I have to get to in life to be. Yes, my, point, do, my, my, point, my point was millions. People are fixated on becoming millionaires. Because that, that's a different thing. That's because they feel that that will give them a massive cushion in case the economy goes tits up, which it currently is. Oh, come on. People wanting to be millionaires long before the economy was in trouble. Well, yeah, but... It, people it, always want to be millionaires. It's, they it's, see how millionaires live and the, they want that lifestyle. <laughs> the overall the overall, the overall, overall thought is safety net. That's what it is. You have millions in the bank, you don't have to worry about anything. That's the point. That's not true. Most people just blow it. Um, that is true. It's just like you say, people blow it and then they don't. But, but it's, yeah, it's the I, comfort I, of having that money in your bank that that in their head goes, I've done it, I've made it, I don't need anything else. I've yeah, got as much yeah, money as yeah, I possibly yeah, yeah, need. Yeah. Uh, understood. But I'm, I, I think I'm approaching that point where I think, yeah, I've won. That's a different. That's uh, different. To be happy, I'm not. There's always going to be stuff I want. I'm, I, yeah, I can't afford. I want a freaking private jet. I can't afford it. But you need I, to get pilot license, pilot's license first. I've done a couple <laughs> of lessons. Well, there you go. I'm uh, just not doing any more. Because yeah. what am I going to do? I'll pass, I'll pass me pilot. Well, get, my, get my pilot's license. And what am I going to do? Buy, we, could, we could charter do, a private do, flight to France. Do plane Spain. share. Because I, I, I was looking at I was looking at plane shares. Oh, okay. Uh, where you buy, share you, of, you yeah. go with like four or five people on like a little uh, six-person Cessna. Mm. Um, but, it'll be handy when, then, you know, when we get an asteroid that comes and impacts the Earth and we have to, like all the disaster films... <laughs> Get to an airfield and fly out of, fly out of there. Okay. I'm going to move on before you go further into space talk. I'll tell you what we'll do, right? Here's what we should do. We'll start a second channel. Yes. And then we can do all those topics you want to do about space and technology and stuff. But they're boring to most people. How do people. we know that the, the viewers don't want to see this? Well, that's exactly it. We'll do a second channel specifically for that. And then the viewers can go and listen to specifically that stuff. And if you look at our zombie apocalypse video, that we, we talked about zombie yeah. apocalypse video, it's still only on like 13 views after three weeks. Yeah, but let's... let's. No one wants to know about it. Whereas you look at some of the others, they're on hundreds. Yeah, but let's let's figure out why. Isn't that because you paid for the uh, advertising for the third video? No, no, I paid for a short. You paid for a short? You paid no, for No, I the... advertised the um, atheist short. But you also paid for advertising for the for the full um, YouTube. Uh, what's it called? The oh no, I did. Yeah, five yeah. pounds. Yes, five pounds. Yes. I put on that. Yeah, <laughs> put, do the same on the zombie one, and it, then we'll it see. won't. It won't go. We'll, we'll, do it. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, I'll, I'll advertise the zombie <laughs> video. Five pounds. I'll do the same thing again. Mainly because um, uh, someone I work with um, didn't watch the second episode, and I had a conversation with her the other day, and she was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, it's it's about zombie pockets." And she went, "Oh my god, I love that." I was like, well, there, there are people that will. Yeah. But if you look at the categories our podcast is under. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not under that. No. But there's no. And 
category. And this is what I'm saying. We start a second <laughs> channel, and you can do we can do all those sort of things. Sure, yeah. And we don't have to sit in a freezing cold shed to do it, or garage, or whatever. We could do that at our computers. Yeah. Well, I can't, but yeah, not right now. There's a spare <laughs> webcam right there. Oh, yeah, you broke your computer, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but for those of you that don't remember... No. Well, you already said it this episode. You said about your the programming you wanted to be doing and stuff. So, fat, oh, yes. fat boy, I'm going to say it again. Dan... So I have to put a disclaimer in again. And that's his gamer name. I didn't. I don't. I'm not calling him Fat Boy for the sake of it. Put a disclaimer. Nobody cares. I do. Someone's <laughs> going to see. It. They will. They'll start calling me freaking horrible and shit. I am horrible and shit. But that's not the point. Um, if in five years I become a he, he's, he's a programmer. He's a computer nerd, and he can't fix his own computer. I'm not a computer nerd. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a, a software nerd. developer. That's it. And I broke it because I was trying to install Windows 11, like a lot of people will be, and it just ruined my m- machine. So I haven't had a chance to fix it since last night. I'm a computer nerd. I'm not a programmer. I like hardware. Well, yeah. hence, hence this PC we're working on right now <laughs> is uh, built from bits and pieces I had laying around. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like, I like both software, hardware. Yeah. It's all good. Okay, moving on. That'll Let's be go. our second channel. That will be our second channel. What, PC hardware? No, just building stuff. I'd rather talk about something interesting. We can talk about that as we go. Yeah, but if, I, if we start doing a PC hardware sort of channel and stuff like that, I'll end up buying loads of parts and building loads of PCs. And, and what am be, I going to do with them all? Then you'll be unhappy. <laughs> I've got... There's five PCs in my house already. I think we and can do. consoles and... You can string them together, make a supercomputer, and then you can, you know, hunt for asteroids or something, I don't know. <laughs> or work out uh, the cure for cancer. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm going to build a low-spec... Not low-spec, sorry. Uh, High-efficiency PC that runs off solar, panel, solar panels and a battery bank. It's already done, but carry on. No, I meant for here. Oh, for here, okay. And then I can set it up as a game server. Yeah, that's another possibility. Um, instead of paying for game servers. Yeah. If anybody out there wants to play Valheim with us, give us a shout. And join the server. Yeah. We'll, um, well, Dan's doing a little series. We recorded some of the play we do. Yes. So Episode one should be out soon. That's a separate channel. Um, last topic for today. Yes. Uh, over now. Over an hour. That's fine. Vegan protesters. Oh, this this is quite funny. <laughs> obviously in America, I say obviously, wouldn't surprise me if it happens in the UK as well. We've got some pretty stupid people gluing themselves to the road and stuff like that to protest oil or whatever. I don't know what it was. Yeah. We'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, so vegan protesters in the US, they encased their feet in concrete. So they've got like, imagine like, you know, you've seen these gangster films where they've got big concrete blocks on their feet and they sink them to the bottom of the ocean. That's exactly what they look like. (laughs) So they've got, I don't know, must be 50 kilos of concrete. They've buried their feet in. Yeah. Hopefully they use quick drying cement or because otherwise that means they would have been sat there for days with their feet in concrete. Yeah. I'm assuming it's quick drying. Anyway, they come along in vehicles and got people to lift them, haul them out and stand them up in front of um, Starbucks. So they're just there, weighed down with concrete. Um, can, can I ask a question while you're, before you carry yeah, on? Yeah. Uh, these pe- these feet that they've encased in concrete—is it one big block or separate blocks? One, one block. One, oh one, blo- one block of concrete. <laughs> both feet are in it. Um, I don't know. So the, the, the box is probably what um, sixty centimeters across, so two two foot yeah. by 
one and a half foot by half a foot deep. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much weigh. It's got to be at least probably 40 kilos, 50 kilos. Yeah. Anyway, there's like 12 of them, and they drop them outside of Starbucks. And so they, none of them can move. They're stuck. They're stood there, all concreted into this, the lumps of concrete they're on. <laughs> yes. And why do you think they've done this? Because uh, I don't know, Starbucks uses certain You mix. can see it on the screen anyway. Can I? Yeah. So what it is, is Starbucks oh. charge have an upcharge where they charge an extra 50 cents if you want to use soy milk yeah. in your coffees. Do right, yeah. And they're saying, they're protesting that they charge 50 cents more for soy milk. They're saying it's punishing vegans. So you've got these angry vegans out there who do dumbass shit like encase their feet in concrete. <laughs> anyway, so they kind of get them taken away. Some people manage to get their feet out because yeah. they've got their shoes or socks on or whatever. They manage to wiggle out of them. And other people can't get out. They're stuck. They, they can't get these concrete blocks off their feet. So they have to call the emergency services out. Wow. They come in there and cutting all the concrete blocks off their feet and smashing it. Causing all sorts of issues. How much taxpayer money do you want to waste? Yeah. This Shit is the loads. police, then the ambulance services, the fire brigade. They all have to come out to deal with these bloody idiots. And the reason why the 50 cents is probably on soy milk, a lot, and a lot of shops do this for lots of different things. It costs more. Is, well, yeah, that, and also it's a minority that wants it, probably. And so they have to charge more to make up the difference. Like you use normal milk, most of the population will drink normal milk. Not a lot of people will drink soy milk. So but you that- have to make the costs up now obviously i said that's obviously in america and i said obviously but not not so obvious because here in the uk we've got people gluing themselves to motorways which i guess is the equivalent of your highways in the us uh, gluing their hands down to the road Hmm. to stop traffic you must have seen this no seriously yeah i don't want oh yeah in london m25 one of the busiest roads in the UK. Yeah. They bring it to a standstill. It stops all London traffic going in and out of London, essentially. Gluing themselves to the road. So at the point they have to get you know, the, the fire brigade out to get them off. They've got to sit there with um, solvents to dissolve these glues and stuff they've been sticking themselves to the ground with. I'd spray with a hose pipe before I do it. <laughs> Bloody hilarious. Oh, wow, that's dear. insane. And, you know, we're stopping... People actually died because of that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not because the people are gluing themselves to the road, because they blocked ambulances. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ambulances ended up stuck in queues and massive miles-long queues of traffic. And they couldn't get anywhere because these freaking idiots glued themselves to the road. I can't remember what they were protesting. You know, it goes to show that it's that kind pointless. of protest doesn't work. It's absolutely pointless. Um, I think it was maybe oil. Just stop oil. I think it just stop oil. Oh, that was right, the same yeah. people who are chucking orange paint on Van Gogh paintings and things like that. Okay. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? No. You really don't follow the news, do I you? I try not to because it depresses me. Yeah, so they're also, like they're also chucking paint over um, Van Gogh paintings and things like that, or, or over statues, works of art, all kinds of stuff. And they're just a bunch of freaking... I can't say that word, can I? I might, have to, I might have to cut that word. No, you, you don't. I mean, I've said worse earlier. Did you? What did you say? <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, we established what we were going to say in the first episode. <laughs> I actually feel bad about saying that word. Why? Hmm? Why? Because. it's It, it depends, because <laughs> in England, it's a slang word for 
disabled. No, no, no. It's, it's more, a, more it's, than disabled. It's a slang mentally word for idiots. disabled. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's actually related to mentally the proper uh, disabled use, people. Yeah, the proper use is that. Yeah, but so it, I'm not talking about that. I'm using it in regards to can idiots. The slang word so means idiots. The slang basically means that uh, their thought process is a bit shite. Yes. Terrible. Um, which sounds true for these people because, I mean, what are they thinking? They're not. That's the problem. All they've done is angered the population. It actually negatively impacts their course. Yeah. Because everyone's just angry with them. But they achieved their goal, which is to, whatever it was, stop traffic or stop the oil from getting well, through or something, whatever it was. No, it was just to publicize stop oil. Yeah. They weren't actually stopping oil containers or anything like that. No. It was just to get us on the news so we can get our yeah. message across. Which they did. The they message achieved. I got is... Bloody hell, I wish someone had run them down. <laughs> I seriously, I was seriously wishing that someone runs out into the motorway to glue themselves to the road to do one of these processes and a lorry comes and smacks them. <laughs> I wouldn't wish guests on anyone, but if it happens, fine. Sorry that in some cases, <laughs> you know, some people don't deserve um, what they have in life. Yeah, but you know... I'm not. I, do I wish them death? No, I just wish they were in a lot of pain and hurt badly. That says a lot about you. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? it means that, you know, I, people are going to act like freaking idiots. They should be treated like idiots. If you're going to run out into the middle of the one of the busiest roads in the country yeah. to try and stop traffic, if you get hit, your own fault. True. Yeah. Um, I was saying that a woman did drive her car into some of them. <laughs> to shove them out of the way. This is before they started gluing themselves to the road. They were yeah. just linking arms and blocking the road. Oh yeah. So a woman just drove into them slowly and pushed through yeah. them. And uh, she 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 had her fifteen minutes of fame. She became quite famous on YouTube. What, as a bad or a good person? Uh, people people loved that she just pushed through them. Oh okay. She just just shoved through them with her car. She probably had to get home to her kids or something, or meeting or something. Uh, and then she went on to talk about it online and she had her own channel. She put her views across and stuff like that. Yeah, so she had her 15 minutes of fame, but um, I think ultimately she she's disappeared. Hmm? Did you say why she did it? Yeah, because they were a bunch of freaking idiots and so oh. she should have been blocking the road. Just, okay, cool. Now, last I heard, there was there was talk about um, prosecuting her for doing so. Mm, no, that wouldn't work. Why not? It's illegal to put your to drive your car into someone. Doesn't matter how slow you're going. Doesn't matter how much they shouldn't be on the road. It's illegal to hit someone with your car intentionally. Technically, she wasn't. She was. No, she did it intentionally. She was forward. stopped in front of them. They wouldn't get out of the way, so she drove forward. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. If that's the law. Yeah. Now, if I was on, if it was a jury trial, when they put me on the jury, I don't care what they, whatever they said. It wouldn't matter. On the, I would. I would have found her not guilty. <laughs> And I would have convinced the rest of the jury not guilty. Yeah. I mean, nobody got hurt with with what she did. Um, so, I mean, what can they prosecute her with? Driving into someone. Reckless driving. I mean, that suggests that she was driving them at a speed. No, reckless. It could be considered reckless. You don't have to injure anyone to be driving recklessly. Okay. Driving into someone, even at slow speeds. If someone had fallen in front of her, she could have quite easily have driven over their foot, their ankle wrist whatever my mum did that to me once ran you over <laughs> she drove over my foot yeah i see <laughs> was it was your foot encased in concrete no 
It would have been all right. That's why you should have encased it in concrete. <laughs> I think that would have been worse, wouldn't it? Ouch. Oh dear. Yeah. So that's that's not good. And that's the show for today. On that note, bye bye. Good night. See you next week. <laughs>